Welcome back to the huddle. Today we are lucky enough to be joined by Tamaiti Williams. Tamaiti is a 22-year-old, 6'5", 140kg, tight head prop who grew up in Aussie and moved back to New Zealand when he was 16. He has played for Canterbury, the Crusaders, the New Zealand under-20s, the Mali All Blacks and the All Blacks XV. Oh, um, Welcome Tamaiti to the huddle. Thanks for having me. Uh, where were you born? I was born in Whangarei. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Northland. But I was, I was only two months old when um, I moved over to Western Australia. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. About, should you live in Aussie? Western? And in Perth, yeah. Oh, yeah. I lived in Perth for yeah. 16 years. Wow. What yeah. was the weather like in Perth for you? Oh, it's hot. Yeah. A lot hotter than here, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, my, my uncles came down from Aussie and they're like, it's so cold here. Yeah, mm. it's freezing like and stuff. Yeah. Can you tell us what growing up was like for you? <clears throat> uh, growing up, I had a pretty, pretty good upbringing. Um, I had uh, I had two sisters. Both my parents were together. Um, um, yeah, just came through rugby, just like you boys. Um, playing young. Um, but yeah, I had a real fun upbringing, very family orientated. Mm. Uh, I had a lot of family around well, all the time. Who was who in your family is your biggest supporter, and how do they support you? Oh. Yeah, I got a pretty crazy supporting network in my family. Mm. My definitely my mother. Oh yeah. I think a lot of people say that their mother's lovers. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Mm. Do you have any siblings? How many? Yeah, two sisters. I'm the middle child. Um. I don't even, my older sister is 20, 27, and my younger sister is 19 now, so. Oh, not too big of an age gap. Nah, nah. What was your first rugby experience? Did you play as a kid? Yeah, I've played rugby since I was, I don't know, four, five. Mm. Um, but my dad was the captain of the club team that we were at in Australia, so. My first rugby experience is probably just playing rugby in the morning, early, then watching my dad play in the afternoon. Mm. Right. What was your first club? Uh, my first club was in Western Australia, the Netherlands, Netherlands Rugby Club. Mm. It's a club in Perth. Oh, yeah. What made you want to play rugby? Um, I just wanted to be like my dad. You know, everything we done was around rugby. Or my mum. My mum was a netballer, so I didn't want to play netball. But um, yeah, my dad played it, so I kind of had no choice, really. Yeah. Yeah. Did or do you play any other sports? I played a lot of sports growing up. Um, I played hockey and played AFL. Um, never played cricket. I couldn't understand that sport. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I played a bit of basketball, wasn't really good at it though, but yeah, just any sport growing up. For the, for the league? Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. I actually played league more growing up than when I was younger, so I'd play Union on Saturday and league on Sunday. Yeah. And then when I got to about 16, I had to make a decision to, to either pursue um, league or Union. Yeah. And uh, besides uh, rugby and league, uh, what what's your favourite sport that you played? 
Mm. I'd say AFL. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a cool sport. Yeah. Nice. Um, I love Canterbury, the Crusaders, and the All Blacks. What's you, what teams did you support when you were growing up? <laughs> Good question. At Rugby Union, I supported the Blues growing up because I'm from Northland, so... Yeah. We always supported the Blues. Um, for league, I always supported the Rabbitohs because Greg Inglis. Mm. And basketball, I just support LeBron. So. Right. <laughs> um, um, what, is, what is your goal for 2023? Man, that's a good question. Goal for 2023. <clears throat> So I don't really set big goals. Um, I'm, I'm a small goal person, so like week to week, month to month type thing. My goal through pre-season was to get to round one, um, be fit, be strong. Um, so my goal for this week is obviously we're playing the Chiefs, so just play good, get mm. the win. Beat Damian McKenzie. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. It's yeah, not, a, not an easy thing, but yeah, yeah. What is it like travelling to lots of places? What are the good things and what are the bad things? I love travelling. That's the one thing about rugby I probably love the most. Um, the good things you get to meet new people, see different cultures. I was lucky enough to go to um, Ireland at the end of last year. Um, very different to obviously New Zealand but similar personalities but the thing I don't like about it is sitting on a sm- like in a small seat yeah. for okay. I think our travel time was 36 hours so. yeah I, I travel to England quite a lot like um basically every two years with my family and like even for me this t- these oh. tiny leg rooms horrible it's <laughs> yeah. it's bad but I can't imagine you yeah you get used to it though you get the, yeah. like you just got to think about where you're going and who do you look up to and why? <clears throat> Who do I look up to? I look up to a lot of people, especially my family. Um, you know, we didn't have a lot growing up, but we they've come, especially my older sister. See, uh, we grew up in, as I said, Perth with not much um, te reo Māori and te ao Māori, um, but she's a bilingual teacher now. So she's really followed that path. Yeah, I look up to a lot of people, but yeah. that's one that will stand out at the moment. That's good. Um, my favourite food is fried chicken. Shout out to Bobby Wayne at CNC Chicken and Cornbread. Describe your favourite meal. My favourite meal? Cheat meal? Yeah. Um, yeah, anything, anything. I'll tell you what. Um, my favourite cheat meal lately is... Have you had a rice ball from... Uh, sushi? Yeah, Sushi yeah. Ball House. And, uh, is that is that in Mario or Shirley? Oh, crispy or teriyaki chicken. Crispy, definitely. Mm, yeah. A lot of people are transitioning to teriyaki at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Crispy, superior. Yeah. Yeah. What is the biggest challenge being a professional sports person? Um, the biggest challenge, I guess, being like, I was quite young, eighteen, nineteen. It's like you have to grow up pretty fast. Mm. 
um, you know your mate your mates outside of rugby can they're going on like holidays and um, but you got to be a professional but I guess you know if you want to be a professional you you got to sacrifice those things mm-hmm. and um, also just like the mental probably the strain it has on you every day you're um, you're training to your your hardest and you're fatigued but mm. yeah what advice would you give young people that want to make sports their career advice um probably have a strong foundation um whatever that if that's family um you've got to have a balance in this in this career otherwise you get burnt out real quick um you know, be patient. I think that's a big one for a lot of people. Be patient and just nail your basics. Um, the one percenters. It's pretty touche, but that's true. Yeah, because I I personally want to be a rugby player when I uh, when I grow up. That's yeah. What I want to do. So. Yeah. So uh, my favorite players are Rich Mong, Severus, and Pablo Matera. Who is your favorite player, and why? Now or growing up? Oh, anything like who's your favorite player? My favorite player. Um, do you guys know who Tyke Furlong is? Yeah. He plays for Ireland. He's the, in my eyes, he's probably the best prop in the world. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Nah, he's yeah, he's pretty good. I just like him because he's works hard, he's dominant. I don't know him as a person, so... But um, watching him on TV, yeah, he's probably my favourite player at the moment. Hmm. What, what do you think about what do you, what do you think about yourself as a prop? Nah, I, th- I think well, in, the, in the scheme of rugby, still a young prop, um, 22 years old. So I just look at myself as wanting to learn as much as I can. Obviously, hopefully, one my name's up there in the future. Yeah, I, I personally think it definitely will be up yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we were, we were, well, we were like printing the scripts and stuff. We were talking to like our office staff when we were down there, and they were talking. I was, I was talking to you, and he, uh, we were talking about you. And he was, he was saying you should, you're going to be the next proper All Black. At our Tafati, we are part of the Ear 2 Tangata, which is about tackling tall poppy syndrome. And I would like to talk to you about how the three strands apply to you. You have value, we succeed together, how is this important to you, and others matter. Yeah, it's real good. Um, I think it's a big problem in New Zealand. It's obviously a good thing you guys have it at the forefront of your minds. Um, personally, I don't know how to tackle it. Um, I know for myself, I'm just always aware of how I speak to people. Um, does it because different words affect different people? So it's always getting to know someone. Um, what was the other part of the question? Oh, like how or, or the way you succeed together? How is that important to you? Yeah, how do these class? strains apply to you? Well, you have value. We succeed together, and others matter. Yeah, I think the top one. You have value. That's in everyone. Um, yeah. Everyone has value in something. And it's uh, different. As a rugby player, how does the we succeed together sort of thing apply to you? 
Yeah, so we often talk about this. It's not me, it's we, um, especially when you're in a team environment. Um, so one person can't just succeed. It's for the whole team to succeed, everyone needs to do something. So. Yeah. That's, that's a good job. I think we, we look at that a lot. I really like putting on big hits. What's your favourite thing, smashing people, scoring tries, or packing down a scrum? <laughs> oh, you gotta be, you gotta, if you're a prop, you gotta love a scrum. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest, the best feeling is when you get up from a scrum and the backs have scored a try, so. Yeah. Run back to halfway, have a water, catch a breath. Yeah. Mm. What has it been like changing position from number eight to prop? Which one is your favourite and why? I need a song. Um, <laughs> well, for me, um, playing number eight my whole life, it's probably helped me more being a prop now, probably more tools. Um, because as a prop these days, there's a lot of demand on ball carrying, tackling. Um, you're in the thick of everything, so I think is I kind of knew I was not going to be eight all the, like my whole life, but from playing eight my whole career before I turned professional, I think it helped me a lot, especially with my game. So I definitely like prop a lot more than eight. Mm. We've seen. Um, we've seen rugby players lifting huge weights. It must be competitive between the players. What can you lift, and do you have a goal? Who lifts the biggest weight in the team? Oh, I actually don't lift the biggest weights. Like, I um, I lift weights, but I'm more circuit based, um, fitness based. Um, but the strongest in the team, definitely Fletch Newell. He's got the biggest squad I've ever seen. Um, Joe Moody. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. How much can you lift? Oh, I could probably squat. I, I actually, I never lift heavy, heavy, so I was, I could squat over 200. <laughs> that's not heavy, that's heavy. so heavy <laughs> for us. That's heavy for you, but for... That's us three combined. <laughs> how, like, how much does Fletch and your... I think his PB's two, 280. Jeez. Jeez. But yeah, he's pretty freakish oh, at squatting. That's a, that's a lot. It's, it's oh. kind of scary being in the same room as what he's doing, though. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool to see because you don't see it every day. Yeah. yeah. What's it like playing rugby against some people that you know and play with? Yeah. Um, like, obviously, your mates, like your mates off the field, you know, and mm. everyone gets along. But when you cross that white line, there's there's a job to do. There's always banter in the games, like um, yeah. small talking between people that you probably don't hear on TV or something like that. But I, I think it makes it a lot more fun. You're playing against people you know. Mm. You want to get one up on your mate all the time. Is there any like a banter or anything going on in the scrum? What's that atmosphere like when you're oh. getting the scrum? Oh, yeah. At the scrum, it's actually pretty... Everyone's trying to catch their breath so and get set up for the scrum. So the banter more comes from the rucks around the field, or more if you get caught on the bottom. Um, yeah. yeah, the scrum. Everyone's just trying to hold, catch their breaths. Like, I have a question. Like, what's it? Have you ever been in a fight? Like, what's it like to be in one of those kind of fights? 
in a fight in the game. Yeah. Have you ever been oh, yeah, punched that one? Push and shoves all the time. Mm. Like everyone's trying their best and get yeah. a bit ahead of themselves, get a bit in the red, hot headed. And that's just the nature of the game. Um there's always you know, if you see if you see someone pushing your mate, you're always gonna stick up for your mate. Mm. After yeah. the game and everyone's friends again and you don't take any of that stuff personally. So you um you were versing one of your mates and then that you were talking about how your mates like off off the pitch if you were to catch up with them, would you give them sort of banter about that game or Oh yeah. There's always banter. Um, especially if like one of your mates got a good hit on you or um but it's never to the point when it's like taking it personally. Mm. I think it's like there's a very there's a very like clear line like you don't obviously if they're quite hurt about it you wait a couple maybe a year or so until you can both laugh about it so there's always a time and place all that type of stuff mm-hmm. yeah what's it like to have fans I, I honestly think of myself as a normal person like mm. yeah I I don't really look at it like having fans. I just like sharing the awareness, I guess. Um, it's cool to have people like telling you you're doing well, but there's always people telling you you're not doing well, so you don't really... You um, acknowledge the people who talk good about you, also the people who give you criticism, but at the end of the day, you're just I just think of myself as a normal person. Yeah. Do you experience hate online in any way? Yeah, yeah. I think everyone, as a professional rugby player, will go through it. Mm. But it's just got to be not nice to see the. Yeah, some sometimes you laugh about like what they say. Sometimes you're like, man, like something must be wrong with them to (laughs) say something that Mm. like that. Yeah, and it's funny because they wouldn't be saying that to any. Professional no. rugby player in real life, because no, you're most likely bigger than them. But like, have you ever like experienced uh, that sort of hate, like from the stands or whatever? Like, oh yeah, and was that does, oh, does yeah. that sort of distract you in the game? Or no, no, you just got to blow that out. Mm-hmm. No, you you hear some pretty naughty stuff, but at the end of the day, they're passionate supporters of their team. They do cross lines but when you're on the field you a lot of time you can't even hear what people are saying because you're so focused and what your team needs to do mm. it sounds weird because we're standing right there but mm. yeah. if I'm if I'm ever yelling it's that they're too, they're too good usually at wingers <laughs> I yell you're really good at the game something like that yeah do you ever get nervous before games and how do you deal with the nerves yeah, I think it's a. I think it's a really good thing. You get nervous. If you don't get nervous, you haven't prepared enough. Or if you don't get those butterfly feelings when you're walking out onto the stadium. But I, I just, I like the feeling. We talk about in our team. We like the that feeling of pressure, because you only feel like that if you, if you're gonna, have to go out of your comfort zone or. You don't know what's going to happen, so I enjoy it. Um, the way I deal with it is, 
so pre-game just music I'm a big music guy um, yeah. I'm not too like I don't need to eat at a certain time I don't need to wear certain socks because there's so many variables especially since COVID Mm. Okay, we're going to ask everybody that comes on the podcast this, but what's your favourite ice cream flavour and do you have a specific brand? Cookies and cream. Connoisseur. Connoisseur's Australian brand. How do you feel that you can't buy it anymore? Oh, every time I go to Australia, the first thing I buy at the supermarket. (laughs) First thing. Yeah. Yeah, gotta get it. Uh, What does it feel like to win a Super Rugby Championship? That's a hard, that's a hard question. It feels like achieving a goal. Um, like it's the last time that team's ever gonna be together because players move on, players injured, what don't coaches might be leaving. So you really like it's a special time, and obviously as a, as a kid, probably as. Just like you, you dream of being in that moment of winning a, yeah. a, a championship. Um, what's it like to be so tall, and does it impact your daily life? <laughs> I've always been bigger than everyone else. It's quite hard for me because we ha- I hang out with a lot of the rugby boys, and you know we're all over six foot. So when we're at home, it, we just feel normal. But when we go to like. If we went to Rickard and Moor in Northlands, that's when we realised, man, we're a lot bigger than everyone else. Looking down at people all your yeah, life. Yeah. Until, yeah, alright. Um, can you explain the importance of playing for the Māori All Blacks and for you and your whanau? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, still to this day, it's probably one of the most special times of my career. Um, just because, especially because I didn't grow up around Te Ao Māori and Te Reo Māori. Um, just for, because I think I was the first in my family to be able to put that jersey on and to take the jersey back to where I'm from, um, to my marae, to my, my Urupa Cemetery. Mm. It was quite special, so it's definitely the highlight of my career. Mm. Um. Tamaiti, we know that you like uh, Tupac because you're wearing a t-shirt when we saw you. Um, what uh, the music are you into? <laughs> yeah, I like that music. Um, I kind of grew up with that type of music, but um, I'm a big fan of all music. Um, I find it hard to listen to heavy metal, but <laughs> if it if I'm in the gym and it's on, you know, it's actually quite good. But my family, R&B and reggae is probably the most listened to, um, yeah. What's your, like, favourite song of all time? Oh, favourite song. Your go-to. Yeah, go-to song. I don't know, I don't know. Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> We're checking. I actually don't have no idea. Favourite song ever. Finding it out. Oh. I'll just have to do anything Bob Marley. Bob Marley? Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what was it like playing against a team like the Barbarians with Razor coaching and George Bridge playing? 
What was it like playing in the massive football stadium like Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? Man, that was the biggest stadium I've ever played in. Um, it was it was probably the, one of the hardest games because um, they have no shape, they have no, they just play off the cuff. Yeah. But it was definitely one of the funnest games. Like I learned a lot in that game playing against George Bridge. Um, it was quite cool because that's the last time I seen him before he's obviously gone over to France. Rip. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, where do you store like your medals and all the like important rugby stuff? It's all at my. Um, it's actually all at my. Um, my parents' house, but my gr- my grandmother has a lot of my. Like um, my mum has both my rings. Um, my grandmother has all my jerseys. So. She has a lot Yeah. Yeah. She's. She loves rugby. Are your parents back in New Zealand? Yeah, yeah well? they live. They live in um, in Kau in the far north. So I yeah. Gotta visit them. Yeah. Um, we would like to say thank you for coming and what we'd like to say. Sorry, uh, we'd like to say thank you for coming and talking to us about stuff. Good luck for the whole of twenty twenty three. Um, you will be epic. No, thanks for having me. Thank you very much, boys.